And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. We're here with the legend, Ben Mala, man. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it, baby. Let's go. What's up? Welcome to the Fresh, Fresh and Fit Podcast. Sorry, guys, for the delay, man. Uh, Chris was late, so go ahead and give him the yeah. stupid yeah. Chris in the chat. In the chat. Chris in the chat, man. Come on, bro. For coming late. But uh, real quick, guys, so quick announcement. Patreon.com slash Fresh Fit. Get all the behind-the-scenes content there, whether it's womanizing, getting you in shape, or helping you make money, like on today's episode, which I'm really real excited estate. for. We're going to talk a lot about real estate and making money. Check us out over there on Patreon.com slash Fresh Fit. Also, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, New, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, every single platform you guys listen to podcasts. We're there. We're there. Just make sure you wear headphones so you don't get canceled and or fired from your job. Also, check out the merch, FreshFitPodcastStore.com. Guys, get the hoodies, T-shirts, etc., with all the slogans you've come to learn and love. And then also check out our other YouTube channels called Fresh Fit Clips, guys. That channel is doing really well. Um, we don't post clips on this channel anymore, guys. So if you want buy slice portions of the show, because there's probably going to be a bunch of clips from this show. <laughs> ben has a bunch of uh, great one-liners. Check us out on Fresh Fit Clips, guys. It's another YouTube channel. And then also check out Fresh Vlog Channel. Guys, uh, I'll make this quick. Check out the vlog channel. Monday, Wednesday, we drop vlogs. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we do live streams. Check it out. 100 grand away. Let's go. And then uh, for something a little bit different, guys, go check me out on Fed1811 on there. I break down criminal cases. You guys know I used to be a former Fed with the government. So today I'm going to be doing the YSL case, and that's going to be at 9 p.m. I'm going to be talking about them cooperating, et cetera, racketeering cases, all that stuff. And then I'm also going to go ahead and break down the Whitey Bulger case for you guys as well to come out on Thursday. But other than that, man, we got a special guest in the house. Ben Milo, welcome to the Fresh Street Podcast, man. We're happy to have you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome. welcome, welcome. So we know who you are, man, but you the people might not. We definitely know. We definitely know. We know who you are. He says he's working for the feds. Being on the witness protection program doesn't qualify you for working for the feds. I, I left. Right? I left. Not anymore. Not anymore. But uh, yeah, but the surgery you... came out really nice because I remember I used to look. Oh my god! <laughs> the hair. Just so you guys know, he has he, he has a very good sense of humor. So I hope you guys are ready well, for some jokes. Some people don't think it's good. Yeah. Well. Welcome to the Fresh and Fat Show. <laughs> you know, I'm right now. I've been to your site. You ain't got no fat clothes. You ain't selling no t-shirts and no four or five X. So you know, I, I don't get it. Nobody wants to be. Uh, nobody wants fat people no more. Oh no, he's too fat. He's too fat. You know, not everybody can be fresh and fit. <laughs> I'm gonna be fresh and fat. Well, I'm glad I hear about that's gonna be in my money in my bank account. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fat ass bank account. That's where my fat's gonna be there, and you can't help but be here. You know, eating good, shit, living good. You know, I got money invested in this shit. Thirty fucking years. Uh, let's see. I got. I started making money. I was about twenty-five. Mm. About thirty years now. I've been pumping this sucker up with good shit. T bones. 
Pasta. So what's up? What do you got me here for? I could be on my yacht right now over <laughs> Big Side Marina. My wife could be drinking and dancing, having a good time. Yeah. But no, you want me to come all the way in traffic. The freaking Uber doesn't even know where he's going, but he was a good Uber. He got us here. And I was early. Your ass is keeping me waiting. Nobody right. keeps me waiting. Barbados. <laughs> Bragging over here. I got some bungalow in Barbados, man. Yeah, I'm in real estate. <laughs> He's also got a little stand outside. I've been to Barbados. Beautiful place. Beautiful people. Yeah. But the best bar is basically like a bar you'd see out in your house. Yeah. They bring it outside and in the street, and you just pull over and you have drinks. Literally. Did Listen. you have one? Tell the truth, man. Did you have a bar outside your house? I did not. Okay. <laughs> not this time. All right. So what's up? What are we doing? So, All right. So besides roasting us, yeah, um, can you tell the audience? That was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you tell shit. the audience a little bit about yourself? About we know myself. who you are, but they may My not. My name is Ben Mella. Yeah. <laughs> hey, check it out. Since if you really want to know about us, me and my family, you know, how we came from garbage to gold, mm. you need to go to Ben Mella uh, on YouTube, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, we got a YouTube Link channel. Below. Link is You below. know, and BenMella.com. And if you're really smart you're going to come to my hotel in fort lauderdale which is only 20 minutes from here 40 minutes yeah the fort lauderdale sheridan suites on cypress creek and we're going to do a live show me and my three sons are going to be there helping folks get to where they want to be in real estate making money yeah friday september 10th and 11th benmail.com slash live get your tickets or get the room package if you book a two-ticket deal through a room package, you get a, two, a two-room suite for free. Hey, if man. two people come to the show and you're staying in my hotel, we're going to have a real estate party, man. What <laughs> else? Party. All right. I plugged my show. I plugged my tickets. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> what else you want to know? Yo, I, came, I, I came from garbage for nothing. All right? Very dysfunctional family. If anybody out there ever been to New York, okay, I came from the projects in Far Rockaway. All right, yep. 540 Beach 43rd Street. All right, where you took your life in your hands when you were a kid, even coming down the street. Mm. And if the people didn't get you, the fucking we had wild dogs in the neighborhood would chase your ass <laughs> down the street. I mean, it was a really depressing place. Mm. All right, Google the address. Um, so, you know, I grew up in New York, very dysfunctional family. My mother was crazy. My father was, I don't know. You know, I'll just leave it at that. You know, I don't want to go too deep into my personal feelings to stay in a psychiatric uh, therapy session here. Uh, my mother beat me. Uh, my mother, she did. She, my, mother, my mother was arrested for beating me so bad. And back then, they didn't even have fucking child abuse. Damn. So she was a mean bitch, let me tell you. She was crazy. She was fucking crazy. What do you want me to tell you? It's the truth. What where was your mom from? Was she? Uh... She was from Brooklyn, and you know, typically, listen. The fact remains is that ninety nine percent of my family are fucking loony bins, and I was the point one or one percent that was fucking sensible. Why? Because I always thought about making money. Mm. All right, fuck all the dumb shit. Fuck all the bullshit. I want to make some fucking money. I don't want to live in this fucking slum the rest of my life. Right. All right. So you know, growing up in New York. You know, I had a lot of street smarts. I hung out with the worst of the worst. I can't, you know, I mean, most of them, I'm sure they're all dead now. People I hung out with. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, it was not a place you want your kids to grow up. Mm. All right. And uh, we could be here for hours talking about how bad the fucking uh, neighborhoods are, you know, and it's a shame that we still fucking have neighborhoods like that. Mm -hmm. it, it's ridiculous. That's why my whole career was basically affordable housing. That's how I made my money. Yeah. Because I could hang in those type of neighborhoods. So I went into real estate. Where? At the bottom. 
Nobody else wanted to be there, so I got my ass in there. I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, my first job, the guy handed me a big fucking ring of keys like you see in the jails. Yeah. He hands me a big fucking ring of keys in a fucking 38. And the stupid motherfucker leaves like one bullet out of the fucking chamber around. Who the fuck is your gun? And you ain't got all the fucking bullets in it. Well, I was my fucking had to defend myself, pull the trigger, and I hit that fucking missing goddamn hole in the fucking round barrel. You know, anyway, that's another story. All right. So basically, I grew up in a really fucked up place in, in New York. I bounced around New York, lived in Manhattan, Hell's Kitchen, in Brooklyn with the Goombas. I lived with every. And let me tell you something. If you grew up in fucking New York, color don't mean shit. All right, I don't give a fuck what color you are. You know, you're either making money or not. It's right. it's a fucking rat race. When I grew up, I'm talking 70s and 80s. Yeah. All right. It was it was, oh, tough. It was, it right. was tough. in the 70s, especially in your so, city. Anyway, you know, I grew up in New York. Luckily, you know, I got in a lot of trouble when I was young, but I wasn't a violent person. You know, only if I got to defend myself. But you know, so it wasn't for me. The criminal life, I'd be dead right now. I was supposed to be mobbed up and ganged and all that bullshit. It wasn't for me. I wasn't that type of person. I knew I didn't belong with them. Mm. But I learned a lot of shit. You know, my fucking teachers growing up with pimps, dope dealers, uh, fucking stick up men, uh, mob guys. That's the people I learned from. But I always trans, uh, I don't know how to speak, you know, I always try to turn it into something positive. Right. All those skills of being able to, you know, wheel and deal and hustle and all that shit. I never graduated. I never went to high school. I graduated maybe junior high, you know, and by a hair, by a fucking real thin line, I graduated <laughs> junior high, I'd go to summer school. Which summer school that year was actually pretty good because they sent me to an old girls Catholic school. <laughs> so most of the girls, kids there were girls in Catholic school that were struggling, you know. So I'm sitting there with all these Catholic school girls. It was a pretty good summer. Uh, anyway, I grabbed, you know, I never went to high school. I did a lot of, you know, stupid shit, and um, that I can't go into because I'll somebody might be listening for the feds here. We got, we got, we got snitch over here, not anymore, you know. And uh, basically, you know, I went to court one day, and the judge tells me, says, "Okay, big shot, what are you going to do?" And luckily, I had back then you go in the army, even if you had a record, as long as it wasn't violent. So I went to the judge in court that day. I had the bailiff on my right, ready to give me about 18 months. And, and then I was 17, so they'd hold me. And then if I became an adult, 18, I'd be in a real prison. What, what'd you, what'd you uh, go in for? I'm not telling you. You work with a I tried. Anyway, I took a fucking read the court record shit. And it's juvenile, so it's sealed. You can't open it. Anyway, and on the left, I had the recruiter. So the judge goes, says, okay, big show. What the fuck? What are you going to do? And I swear to God, I stood there and I looked at him and I saluted his ass. <laughs> I turned to the recruiter and said, get me the fuck out of here. And that was it. That was the end of my pretty much my criminal career. Right. And it saved my life, you know, because everybody was fucking dead. I watched fucking shows on those fucking mob shits. And the people I fucking, I didn't know personally, but I was around. Because mm. I was so young and low on the fucking totem pole, you know. Anyway, so I went in the fucking army, and that saved my life. Got me the fuck out of New York. Took me to Germany. Took me here. Took me there. And then they sent me to uh, Oakland, California. Mm. Is Are you, like, Italian? Is that your background? Or? I grew up around a lot of Italians. But, uh, you know, I don't understand. You know, my family's Jewish. Jewish? Joe, okay. But. What the fuck country is that? There's no country to true land. They're not fucking from Israel. So I don't know what the fuck I am. I'm a mutt. You know, we're like a bunch of Jews that were kicked out of all these countries because nobody liked us. And if we didn't leave, they'd kill us and all this bullshit. So my grandfather came to New York on the fucking boat to Ellis Island in like 19... 
07 or some shit like that. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, way after this country was really fucked up. Okay? Like he wasn't here when shit was really fucked up. So anyway, don't blame me for shit. Um, anyway, um, point is, I went to the Army, saved my life. Yeah. And then he sent me to Oakland. I was in the Army and I, and I rented an apartment where all the other soldiers rented. Yeah, and uh, I, only, I had a kid at eighteen in Germany. So when I was twenty-one, I hit back the states. Uh, I had a three-year-old, and his mother was—I don't want to go into that. It's another story. Uh, I was raising a kid by myself at three years old, and I was fucking twenty-one. Wait, is that him? No, that's no. my middle. I have uh, three kids. Oh, geez, jeez, three okay. boys, three different mamas. You got okay. a problem with that, Barbados? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't want to go to Barbados. How many motherfucking kids you got? Zero. <laughs> Shit, Mister Connecticut over here. I don't even know. If he... No offense. I almost said something. I get in trouble for. Uh, plus, he just kicked my ass. I ain't fucking with him too much. Uh, uh, what question for you? So, what year was this when you uh, when you're 21 now? And you're, you said you're in Germany. What year is this now? All right. 65, I was born. Yeah. All right. When the army hell, in 82 or 83. I was in Germany, 83, 86. 87, they sent my ass to California to Oak Town. All right. And let me tell you something. I thought New York was a tough fucking place. <laughs> uh, Oakland? Yeah, Oakland is, is terrible. I'm talking, I was there in the fucking murder 80s. Damn. I mean, they were, shit was jumping because crack came out and it just fucked everything up. Yeah. You know, so it was hardcore. You know, if you go, if you notice, I don't want to get too much into criminal shit, but if you notice. No, continue, please. There's not, there's not a lot of fucking, <laughs> this, when I was in Oakland in the 80s, we didn't have all that gang shit. That was all south of California. Mm, yeah, I like, In Oakland, yeah. your ass go every fucking street. A motherfucker will take you down or pop a cap in your ass. Every street was a fucking gang or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then we had, you know, I don't want to go too deep in it, but we had some serious motherfuckers in Oakland moving dope, and there was a lot of murders going on, and I'm in the fucking worst parts of it trying to make it in real estate. Mm. You got to get in where you fit in. Mm -hmm. I, I have a problem with it because I can deal with anybody. I did get arrested once in Oakland, and as soon as I go into fucking jail, uh, my name is ringing out. Why? Because I rented to every fucking baby mama, grandmama, auntie, <laughs> everybody in the whole fucking city practically. Mm. So uh, you, anyway, you already had property at like 21? No, no. Or no I this worked for on. another guy. I, okay. All right. So what happened was I was supposed to get out the army. Yeah. All right? I told the guy, I'm moving on. The guy I was working for. Oh, yeah. What happened was I rented the apartment the guy's building. He, he, was a, he had money. He had a nice building. It was nice at the time. And then I told him, listen, I started helping the, the manager out. It was an old lady, you know, managed apartment building and all that. And she, you know, I was helping her out. And then she accidentally fell down the stairs and I became the manager. Um, you know, so <laughs> the guy that I started helping the guy more and more, making more money. And then uh, I told him, listen, you know, the army's going to give me like 50 grand if I re-enlist for another four years. He said, no, 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 no. They wouldn't give me right up front. They'd spread it out, you know. Of course. So anyway, he said, no, no, things are going really good. We can make a lot of money together. Uh, you're going to make a lot of money with me and blah, 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 blah. And I knew he had money because I seen him where the fuck he lived. I seen the fucking cars, Ferraris he's driving, all that shit. Yeah. And uh, all this shit. So I said, well, fuck it. You know, that's the best option I got is to tack on this motherfucker and ride his coattail. So, you know, I started managing his shit. Turned mm. out he was a he was a Section 8 landlord builder. He built Section 8 housing. Okay. Okay. And but he couldn't run the shit worth to save his life. Mm. He built the shit. He made some money, but he I could make I made 
three times the money for him that he would have made without me. Mm. All right. So he said, no, don't reenlist. Get with me. You'll become a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, I played with him for a while. Okay, so I worked for him, and I got out the army, and then he handed me a bunch of shit and a pistol. He's the guy who handed me the ring of keys and a pistol. And, uh, you know, and then I started, you know, managing his shit. How long did you work for him? Um, Four, five, six years. So this is from, like, what, 87 to 91-ish? I got to Oakland 87. Yeah. All right, so 87. When were you born? You were born in 91? 91. You lived in a building I managed for him on 8701 Hillside Street. So, um... Next to Casabon High School. Yeah. Um, that's where Wait, is he Tony, half black, Tony, half Tony was. Is, is he half black, half white? Yeah. yeah. He's half. His mother was black. Yeah. Uh, so you got with a black chick, Ben? <laughs> Listen, I I don't see color. I, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been well, in California. He's, he's money. But let me tell you something. He dabbles in the dark. In East Oakland, I was the only white person around. <laughs> so what am I going to do? You know, you got to get in wherever you can fit in. So <laughs> literally, fit, I got in. <laughs> but it sounds to me like if there's a problem fitting, because, you know. Ben found a mentor, took a risk. He wasn't really a mentor. He got me. I worked busting my ass with that guy. Yeah. And he's flying around the fucking world living like you Hefner with mansions and all that shit. My ass was deep in the fucking hood. Mm. You know, dealing with dope dealers and all kinds of shit and, and, and written apartments and, uh, you know, and fixing them up. <laughs> he and just all left shit. you with all the shit. <laughs> hey, it was a smart move for him. It was a smart move for me. Got yeah. my foot in the door. Right? Yeah. So then after many years of working for so him. So 91 you left. Well, he was born in 91. I said, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to raise a kid in this fucking neighborhood. Yeah. I'm sorry. So he, he made me some promises he didn't keep. So I said, well, fuck it. With the experience you get working in a rough neighborhood, yeah. you could go any fucking where as a fucking walk in the park. Yeah. Right. All right. Once you've been to East and West Oakland and you managed shit there, I owned a house Huey Newton was killed in front of. Who, who was killed in front of? Huey Newton. That, that name sounds familiar. Football, anyway, Black uh, Panthers. Athlete? He was the guy who started the Black Panthers. There you okay? go. Okay. Wow. This, yeah. guy, this was my surroundings. You know, he got out of jail and he didn't want to stop smoking, so he got popped. Yeah. Anyway, really, the guy who killed him was because he wanted to move up in the gang he was in. So he made a name for himself by killing Huey Newton. He was a fucking idiot. Because he really was a really smart guy. All right. Wow. You know, if he could just not get high, he was really smart. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Uh, but anyway. Wow. You got me off track now, man. So this motherfucker <laughs> made me promises you didn't keep. Yeah. He's living large. I'm still stuck in the hood. Now my wife had a baby. I'm not going through this. So I took a job with a big shot company because I knew I could handle it. Yeah. And I worked for them for a while. So I got exposed to the corporate right way of doing shit. It was a big company building shit in San Francisco, but they had a lot of affordable housing and shit. I specialize in affordable housing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether it was with the city, the state, the federal government, I didn't give a fuck. If you're going to get money from a source, I'm going to learn how to get that money. Okay. And that's the way I did it. So I worked for them for a while. I went up as high as I could with them. I'm not going nowhere with these rich-ass motherfuckers. They're not letting me in the circle. Fuck it. I'll go up on my own. While I was working for them, I started buying crack houses. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about that? That wasn't a joke. Where you bought them in Sacramento. No, you go to the courthouse steps when they auction the motherfuckers yeah. off. Because nobody wants them. The fucking people that owned them were afraid to go to the goddamn neighborhood. Please don't come to these neighborhoods. Yeah. You bought in Oakland? 
Yeah, yeah, house in Oakland? Okay. Okay. East. I didn't give a fuck. I'd be on a court. I'll step by and ship it 20, 30, 40 grand. Your place is all boarded up. I'll unboard the motherfucker. Vincent was furious. He used to ride around with me. I had my kid ride around the car with me, paying motherfuckers to do work and all kinds of shit. I was a hustling motherfucker. So in, in West Oakland, I open up the fucking boards off a house and go in. You might find a fucking skeleton in the clo- in the bathtub. <laughs> wow. All right? Wow. That's the kind of place, but I fixed those motherfuckers up. I found some. Got rid of the bodies. I found whoever's hanging out in the street. A lot of times, believe it or not, people get hooked on drugs, but they got talents. You just gotta fucking, <laughs> you gotta balance it well, with their drug problems. So I have crackheads and heroin addicts working for me. You know? I don't know why you're laughing, but anyway. So we fix these places up, go to Home Depot, buy all the shit, fix it up, and I take a piece of shithole, fix it up to meet decent standards. Yeah. All right. I put it on the Section 8 market, I'd find a decent, nice family, you know, sometimes not just a nice family, whatever. I filled the <laughs> motherfucker up, I rented it out, now the piece of shit I paid 30, 40 grand for is now bringing in $1,500 a month, Jeez. which is a lot of money back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be like a three-bedroom This is, what, 92, 93 now? Yeah, we're in the 90s. Yeah. You know, all through the 90s, I hustled my ass off. Yeah. I was buying up every fucking thing I can. All right? And then, um, I actually opened up an office across the street from the housing authority. So when people got to Section 8 or landlords had problems, I was right across the street. And the house authority loved me because they taught me well. The housing authority going out, working with them, right in the Section 8, I learned the whole program, mm. how shit works, how shit works. So landlords come in and say, I'm done. I'm tired of this shit. I'm afraid to even go to my property. Here's the keys. All right, how much you all want? Oh, 20, 30 grand. Fine. I'll take over the bank note for now, and I'll pay off later. And, uh, I, I mean, it was a good time to be in real estate if you had the guts, the balls. Yeah. And, you know, I never went nowhere without a gun. But luckily, nobody ever tried to get my ass or fuck with me because I knew how to deal with people. Yeah. I can deal with anybody. I don't give you a bum on the street or you're a fucking Donald Trump. I even met Donald Trump's ass. All right? That's a comedy show. Let before, me tell you. Before, he should have been a fucking comedian. Before, obviously, the the bullshit, being a president you know? or... Uh, you, when did you meet him in the 90s, early 2000s? No, I just met him, uh, I guess, when he was running, he lost for president. Uh, oh, he listen. came to my neighborhood, because I live in a high-end area, and he did a small uh, thing to raise money. So my friend said, hey, come on, I want you to meet him. And we went there, and there was only about 100 of us. And he stood on stage, as close as you are to me, mm-hmm. and he put on a good show. It was like a comedy show. <laughs> you, just, you know, you got to realize it's all bullshit. You know, it's comedy. Yeah. You know, uh, so I anyway, like Donald. Uh, people got to hate on him, but listen, I like Donald. you know. They're all too fucking old. <laughs> He's too fucking old. Biden's too fucking old. They don't even know what the fuck they ate for breakfast. Who the fuck wants to run a country? I mean, give me a break, honestly. You're supposed to fucking retire in 62 or some shit. You get Social Security, but you can still be president? That's ridiculous. You can't get somebody that's 50-something years old that's a fucking CEO type with a fucking brain in their head that gives a fuck about people to be president? Stupid. Old old ass guys. Old guys are setting their ways. My friend Jimmy Hart is old. He's my best friend, but he's you can't argue with old guys. It's their way, and that's it. You know. So Jimmy. So anyway, um, where are we at? All right. So I bought a bunch of properties. <laughs> in the 90s, yeah. I had tons of fucking management experience. I, landlords would pay me to uh, hustle and just rent their places out for them. Uh, whatever. I you know I got my experience, and then uh, after that, I started. My partner called me back. The guy that I dumped. You know, it got me oh, started. Back, yeah, he yeah. said, please come back and manage my shit. So I said, fine, I'm on my own now. I'm not working for nobody. I'll manage your shit. But 
we do any deals, we're going to be partners. Mm, you right. put up the fucking money, and I'll do the fucking deal, and then we'll be partners. He yeah. did help me with his, he had big line, you know, he had money. I, yeah. you know, so I used his money to make my money and us money. Okay. So we grew together. We ended up owning, I don't know, a thousand fucking apartments all over Stockton, Damn. all parts wow. of California. You know, I was hustling shit. I'm fucking 30 something years old. What the fuck else are you supposed to be doing? Yeah. You know, so I, I'm making money and uh, growing, and then I got pretty good level. And then in 2004, uh, I just said, I got to go, you know, because now I'm up to my third wife. Uh, you know, I know she's going to want to have a kid. She's 20 years younger. I want to start a new life. I ain't raising no more kids in, in Oakland. I'm sorry. We got to go to Florida. <laughs> so you spent a, 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 over a decade. There. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There. 18 years. Oh, shit. Okay. 2004, wow. we moved to Clearwater, Florida. Bam. And, you know, I felt like I did my homework first. I knew there was two places I could make money. Either Las Vegas or Clearwater, or the middle of Florida. Not mm. South Florida, not country-ass North Florida, but right in the middle of Tampa Bay. <laughs> I could make some money there. I knew yeah. I did my homework. What, with real money. estate, you mean? Real estate, okay, yeah. yeah. Or I go to Las Vegas. I wasn't going to raise no kids in Las Vegas. I had an 18-year-old wife I'm marrying. I'm not having my kids smart. in fucking casinos and exposed to all that bullshit. 18-year-old. How, how old were you when she when you got married to her? 20 years older. So you were you were 38. She was, she 18. was 18. I was 38. Correct. Smart. Hey, you can add. They taught him something over in Canada. That's smart, man. <laughs> you know what they really call a Kinetic cunt. <laughs> hey, man. You I don't like Kinetic. All the men they act like. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. I, I don't like I don't Connecticut. So, no, this I don't guy like looks Connecticut. Like he's gonna fuck me up. You know, <laughs> I don't like Connecticut. So you, you're correct, sir. All right, anyway, I hate, I hate it. So anyway, yeah, we moved to Florida. I started doing the same shit here, but at a yeah. better level. I started buying nicer shit. You know, affordable. I started moving up a little to B properties. I got some A properties. I hit the market at the right time. Uh, and, you know, can my you, son's For the me. audience, can you tell them what a, what the difference is between like a C, B, and A property for the people out there that want to learn? All right. I mean, a C property is a C neighborhood paying a C rent. Yeah. A B property is a B neighborhood paying a B rent. <laughs> a properties, right now we're in a fucking triple A fucking property. Yeah, yeah. Sick, man. Can yeah. you give them like, I guess. You guys uh... actually, does anybody know that you guys are in this room? It's like somebody, the, the people that own this fucking condo know that you're, you're in here right now? Yeah. Don't yeah. get me fucking arrested. <laughs> what did you do for the feds? What did you do? Can you talk about it? Yeah. Was... What did you do? <laughs> I was a special agent of Homeland. Special agent of Homeland Security. You were the guy that would Before. check, uh, and, 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 you know, in the airport? No. No, I was not at the airport. No, no, no. TSA. I was not at the airport. What did you do? Drugs? <laughs> yeah, I was doing a lot of drug trafficking drugs. cases. Yeah, yeah. On, on the Mexican border. Drugs. On the Mexican border and stuff. so fucking fit. You don't eat <laughs> fucking drugs. How many, how, how many times you shoot steroids up? No, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I, I've never done steroids in my life, okay. surprisingly. All right. Yeah. I wish. All right. I wish. I, I'm only 200 pounds, man. I'm not that big. He said, all right. I should have brought the guy I was hanging out with yesterday from Africa. Yeah. Motherfucker was ripped. Yeah. That's my brother. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He's from Africa, real. No, not Barbados. <laughs> I'm Nigerian, man. I didn't tell you Nigerian. Oh yeah. shit, they're in trouble. <laughs> Make sure you don't have no personal fucking information aboard. <laughs> he'll turn into Ben Mallet a Nigerians are small motherfuckers. Let me tell you, they'll take over your life. Even even our African buddy said, "Don't trust it." Even the Africans don't trust the Nigerians. His middle name is uh, named after uh, where his family's from in Africa. Benin. Look it up. Benin? They want Benin. me to come back. They want me to run it. Yeah. You got 10 wives there. All right. What else? But the first um, one will kill you. So where, where are we at? We were where talking. Are we at? Where the fuck are we oh, at? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, at the A, B, and C property. So, yeah. So, we're here to help people. Tell them to get into real estate. <laughs> And all that shit. Well, right, I'm not finished my life yet. <laughs> so I got to fucking Florida. I started doing more shit. I bought a thousand apartments that I thought were a good deal in Texas. I sent my son, poor oldest son out there to run that shit. We made a lot of money. We re- we went to the roughest neighborhoods. Where in wanted. Texas? Uh, Houston, Pasadena, Stinkadina. Okay. Pasadena, where all the damn oil well yeah. places were. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the problem was, fucking feds kept coming in, <laughs> chasing the fucking immigrants out. Fucking and they're fucking me up because I'm getting all these apartments empty. Where the fuck do all the tenants go? All the migra, whatever the fuck that is. What the fuck is immigration fucking with these people for? They're fucking working and paying rent. I don't know about you federal people. Homeland security. Yeah, Ben, I got to say, man. And if real estate didn't work out for you, the comedian part would be excellent. Yeah. You're hilarious. I, my father told me to be a garbage man because they had good benefits. <laughs> anyway, so what else we got? All right, basically, I'm here today to tell everybody, yeah. if you want to watch a real, no offense, a real <laughs> channel of real estate, you need to go check us out on YouTube and see what the fuck we're up to. If you really want to learn real estate, you want to come to our show in Fort Lauderdale, September 10th and 11th. Okay, I'll be there. My oldest son Ben will be there. Vincent will be there. Aaron will be there. Everybody, but they all got experience. Even Aaron's got experience. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. You didn't even you didn't even talk about me. You, you forgot about You're me 15, in the story. What the fuck's there to talk about? You just forget about me. You don't even have a driver's license yet. And he and he watches Top G. He's a Top G. <laughs> he does a good impression. Top G. Can you do it real quick? Come on, give us something. All right, all right. I'm a top G. I'm a top G. Come on now. I'm a top G. All right. No, no, but honestly, honestly. What did you do today, top G? Me? Yeah, what'd you do today? I was filming with you all day. What were you doing? What did we do? We went on, we actually went, we actually went on a private boat ride on the thriller. The thriller. Me too. The owner. I was there today. They said, right? Yeah, Yeah, but but we had the fucking owner in our boat to ourselves. And he was doing tricks with it. They, they, they paid paid the $45 up. to ride I did. with the guy. This is where. Wow. <laughs> What's your name? Oprah Winfrey lives over here on the right. Wow. Well, I was on we a were date. Out there filming I was the on a date. Okay. What? I was on a date. Oh, you're on a, a date. Fact, yeah. What was his name? Get out of here. Get this guy out of here. Let me tell you something. If you've been to Barbados, you'd understand why I asked that question. They don't care if it's a man or woman. He'll go any way he can. Shit. You don't see no. I would put a fucking sheep around this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. That is true, bro. I'm going to read some chats real quick. I'm going to read these chats real quick, man. This guy's... Okay, guys, from this point forward, we're going to read only 20 but I'm going to read these chats from before. Fresh BBC goes, there was not one, not two, not three, but four baddies in Rolls Royce last night, and I only clapped the cheeks of one. Last time, I'm going to say this. If she riding a supercar, she better be riding me the same night. Unacceptable. All right, Fresh, can you read these or get Last thoughts, two bucks says, love the money talk. We got Mick Tavis says, thank you for everything from South Korea. Shout out to you. Uh-huh. Even Simonis, 20 bucks says, Ben Mala, you are a rich man. You deserve a life of true longevity. Thank you. I have two words for you. Fuck Intermittent you. fasting. 
I can coach you. <laughs> if you're just I eat very fast. <laughs> Every fucking meal I eat is fast. What are you talking about? Faster. I can't eat any fucking fast than I'm already eating. Okay. I went to the fucking knife last night, Virginia. You ever been to a fucking knife? And Big Cyberino? Oh, no, you ain't been steak, there. Steak. Steak. It's uh, never... uh, Argentinian. Though. Fucking all the meat. Oh, steak. I never heard of it. Yeah, knife. Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, I know. You, you were probably having a wheatgrass and uh, wheatgrass juice ben. last night for dinner. You look carbonic. Yeah, I'm telling you, carbonic, you love it. All right. Uh, uh, deep dish pizza goes one another slice two bucks okay fat so chubby uh two two bucks bucks, thank you this man is national treasure please stop smoking ben and that's five bucks from lord tart smoking sitting here in this fucking place (laughs) i'm going out there i have a long cord i'm having a fucking new port (laughs) jude fawson two bucks thank you so much 716 senders off topic but where can i find a good youtube video fiber upwork fiber yeah tell Uh, us we need one too all i got is one dumb (laughs) pull-up he's your friend no he's my what hey, he's, your friend. <laughs> he's in the back right there buying chris you know jonathan Pratt, the 20 bucks goes on i love you man my family is selling one of our businesses will be sitting with three million cash but got good credit uh we want to invest in real estate where should we start in this changing market we're in orlando mm. all right i'm gonna tell you right now there's only one place to go in real estate and that's where i'm going i only tell people to do what the fuck i'm doing because mm. i'll give you the same advice i would do the only thing i believe in right now until the market changes all right, is necessity retail. All right, something fucking uh, Amazon and the internet can't fuck with. All right, food. You can't go to Amazon and get a fucking sandwich. Okay, food, grocery stores, nail shop, hair shop, anything that people need services. Necessity services is where the only place I'm looking. There's nothing else makes sense. Offices got crushed. Yeah. COVID fucked them and told the whole world, you don't need to fucking go to work, you stupid ass. You can work at home. <laughs> yeah. Now the fucking employees say, well, we don't need so much space. We're not going to rent so much office space. We're not going to renew that lease. So offices are getting crushed. Multifamily makes no fucking sense. Okay, no. with interest rates going up right now, no. okay. multifamily should correct if things work logically. The problem is it's a cycle, and sometimes the cycle goes slow. People don't want to swallow the fact you can't get the same fucking money you got last year because you're paying more for the fucking borrowing the money. Mm. Yeah, The same guy was out there qualifying for a million-dollar house. He don't fucking qualify for that no more right. because the interest rate went up. So his payment went up. Now they only qualify for about six or seven. So the price of real estate has to come down. When? I don't know. But now's a good time to get in there and start lowballing shit. <laughs> no, sit, no, listen, I agree. If somebody yeah, sold their fucking property on the market more than 30 days, the motherfucker ain't selling. Pardon my language. Right. Yeah. It ain't selling. Go to that person and say, hey, what do you want to do? You want to sit here around and wait for some sucker to come by and overpay you? The market right now is 20% less. Here's my offer. Lowball, play the game. You can always go up, but you can't go down. So, you know, now's a good time to watch properties that ain't moving that you like. Start lowballing offers. Fuck it if you piss them off. It's business. It ain't personal. Yeah. You know? Oh, somebody told me, I'm insulted by that offer. Fuck you! <laughs> I didn't insult you. I offered you what the fuck I want to pay you for. At least I'm a real party that's not going to jerk your ass around. True. You know what the fuck you're talking to? You better take that money. And if you don't take that, how much will you take? You will find out what their rock bottom is. Yeah. You may not get it for what you offer, but you'll find out what that person's rock bottom price is by the time the game is over being played. Question for you. With, uh, with low-balling offers, um, what, what do you tip? You, you offer 20% o, um, under what it's at, at if Listen, it's on the market for 20, every 30 days? Every deal is different. 
Yeah. It depends on the deal. If I know I can take that property over and it's got some opportunity for some value add where I could do a whole lot better than the schmuck that owns it now, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's all a factor. What can I do with this property? How much can I make? And that's how much I'm going to pay based on how much I think I can make on it. Okay. It could not, not necessarily be a value add in my position. It could be a fucking, uh, I bought Publix's, I bought Winn-Dixie's, I bought Home Depot's, I bought Lowe's. It could be a property like that where I feel like it's a good place to park my money. You see, once you get deep in the game, mm. you start having to find out about the 1031. Mm, That's yeah. 1031 in Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a fucking phone number either. It's an IRS code. <laughs> Once you get into that shit, then you got to really start making some smart moves in real estate. Yeah. Because that's why, you know, you know, you defer the tax. Yeah. Okay. You know, defer. Yeah. Mon. Okay. <laughs> it's like the lady said, okay, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. I'll defer you to another night. <laughs> okay. So you're going to get late that night, but you're going to get late maybe in the future. Right. Okay, man, second, you got it. Second bit, man. Barbados, man, here five years, living large in Miami. Look at them. Dirty blood clots. <laughs> you know that word? You, you know that word? I grew up in New York. I grew up with Jamaicans. I was the dirty white rasta boy. Never happy. You give him a fucking nickel bag and he want 10 joints out of it. And he keep knocking at the fucking door. No, man, this bar got too many seeds in it. It stems. I need a better bog man. How am I going to make any money? You don't give me 10 joints out of a nickel bag. Yo, you should be a comedian, but you're hilarious. No, I'm telling you with my life. That's the way I lived. Yeah. So he was a drug I, dealer I in the past. Hustling, he was a drug dealer in the past. Joints. I wasn't a drug dealer. I fucking bought a nickel bag. I fucking <laughs> rolled it up into 10 skinny-ass joints. I sold them on the last car the A train. Everybody going to work in the morning because they didn't get fucked up before they go to work. The last car on the New York City train where I grew up was the car you smoked in. You smoke weed. You smoke cigarettes. It was a kind of a rough car. Nobody rides in the last car unless you did and get high. <laughs> Uh, there was no sex going on, really, you know. But you'd be surprised in New York they try at night. Anyway, what Here's do you also want to know? Uh, uh, no, uh, so we're talking about, oh, yeah, shout out to our boy Deals uh, Saint. I really want to know podcast other books. Y'all got Benny the Hammer. This man is amazing. I love wise guys. He has Myron and Fresh, Uncomfortable, LMFAO. Keep leading from the first gentleman. This is great. Thank you so much. And then we also got Brandon Carter. Carter. Brandon Carter. And they also, he bucks and with the- my cut. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell no. These motherfuckers up here making money on my fat ass. Let's get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> he goes, this dude is funny. It's it's funny. Uh, shout out to Brandon uh, Carter, guys. Go to that channel. Should we get on the Twitch? Uh, what was that? Should we get off of Twitch? Oh, yeah, we should probably... Yeah, we're still on Twitch? Yeah. Yo, come on Twitch stream. I mean, so far, it's been come on over to YouTube right now. We should have been off Twitch. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you called him a Polak, we should have been off. Yo. Yo, it's hilarious, bro. Okay, yeah, uh... I grew uh, up in New Britain, so we had a lot of Polish people. So that, I haven't heard someone use that term in a very long Polish. time, bro. You can't help where you're born. <laughs> so, um, so okay. So you said the 1031 exchange. Can you tell people real quick what a 1031 exchange is? Listen, you want to jump all the way to fucking 1031 exchange? You just now. mentioned it. I mentioned it, but why don't we start with? All right, let's be honest. All right, all right go ahead, go ahead. If you want to help people, let's help them when it can really benefit from my time being here. Okay. I don't want to sit here talking over fucking people's heads. Okay. All right. It's, it's pointless. Waste time. Right now, everybody needs to realize you're just a fucking number. 
Bam. You are a number. Nobody cares what color you are, how fresh and fit your ass is. <laughs> your fucking red ass. What is that? Red watch? Is my gla- red Ro- fucking Rolex. watch. Rolex. 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 That's the one nobody fucking wanted. Who the fuck wants a red ass Rolex? So Miami fresh and fit guy. That's who the fuck wants. LeBron James. Anyway, it's all about your fucking number. Your credit report yeah. represents you. You're only worth with your fucking credit report since you're worth. Mm. All right. And that's what's important. You got to have your credit together. And yep. if your shit ain't together, get it together. Because that's step one. That's step one. <clears throat> you can't make money in life unless you use the bank's money. I wouldn't be fucking nowhere if I just used my own money. Yeah. It's all about using the bank's money. You borrow the fucking bank's money. It used to be really low. Now it's up to four, five, six percent. Yeah. You borrow that shit, you go out and make 20% on it. If you're buying the right real estate deal, if you're doing a flip, or maybe you're gonna just do it for cash flow and get 15 to 20%. If I go out tomorrow and buy a fucking dollar store, right? Mm. The dollar store is going to pay me about 60,000, uh, maybe 70, back, uh, say a six cap, 60 grand a year, right? Yeah. So the dollar store is paying you 60 grand a year. You got no responsibilities, nothing. It's called triple net. Yep. Okay. This is where I park my money. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the bank and I borrow 80% of it. 80% of a million bucks, 800 bucks, 800,000. Yep. yep. All right. Now, a guy like me, I used to pay really cheap. Now I'm still paying about, I don't know, I'm paying about 4%, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So now I got to pay the bank 30, 32,000 at 4%, right? 800 grand at 4% is 32,000 a year in interest. You follow me, Connecticut? Yeah. All right. Now I got 60. <laughs> that leaves me 28. <laughs> Okay, Barbados. Yes, sixty minus the bank's thirty-two mm-hmm. is twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay, except the Barbados is twenty-nine. They got a special uh, bonus there. <laughs> All right. So now I took my two hundred grand, invested, you know, with the bank's eight hundred grand. Yeah. Now my two hundred thousand dollars a year uh, uh, down payment is now making me twenty-eight thousand dollars a year. I don't have a calculator, but I can tell you right now, 20, 10% would be 20 grand. Yep. 28 is going to bring me close to 15. Yep. So I'm making Solid. 15% on the bank's 4%. Mm. All right? Powerful. With 200 grand. There you go. That's the kind of shit I do, but I do it on a bigger level now. You know, so, but that's a, a, a basic way leverage of Leverage is critical. So, so, so would so you it's say. It's about quite, leverage. Quite. So, Ben, could you go over what you own right now? Because I feel like people on our, on our right, estimate. Right you. now, I can tell everybody right now. Listen. Yeah, go ahead. If you want to get a two-room suite. You need to come to the Fort Lauderdale <laughs> Sheridan on Cypress Creek. Then you got to answer the questions. Okay. I said, what do I own? <laughs> I got a hotel in Fort Lauderdale. needs rooms filled. All okay. right. So what, you asked me what I own? Yes. I just told you I own Home Depot, Lowe's. That's all the shit I got now mm-hmm. from like my savings account. <laughs> How many but, doors, you would say? And we just sold... We just sold about 600 uh, affordable units, so 500, mm. but 90 million bucks 91. to uh, Starwood Capital here in Miami. Mm. Miami, baby, that's what mm-hmm. it faced. They took us out of the apartment business after being there for 30 years. We had like four apartment buildings left. We weren't going to keep them, but then they gave us a number we couldn't refuse, so we took it. Mm-hmm. All right? But Believe it or not, it was 100 million. Mm. But then because the fucking interest rates went up, the fucking return. <laughs> oh, man. Everything in real estate is based on a return on your investment. Of course. So now his return went down. My fucking price had to go down. That's what I'm talking about. The market has to come down. 
he's going to get a certain return for his investors. Yeah. So we took 90 million and we got the fuck out of here. Now we're replacing it. But I'm not, you know, there's no deals in multifamily. I'll look at a hotel if it's in the right location. Hotels are not real estate. Hotels are a business. Yeah. A seven day a week, 365 day a year business. Yeah. My, the girl in the family I raised, she got us into that. But we're doing good. Anyway, COVID fucked us up. But, you know, we got that PP money, but we peed it away as soon as we got it. <laughs> are most of your properties commercial? No res- like you don't have any residential I at had all? about four apartment buildings, affordable housing in Florida. We sold them. But they were commercial, though. There were no, more than four units. No, they were apartment buildings, affordable housing, tax credit. You know, where people, the rents are capped by the state. It's, 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 well, he's saying he's we'll saying multifamily and well, he's saying single family houses versus. No, I, don't do single no, I was houses. I was talking about like it was over four units. Of course, it was an apartment complex. There were hundred yeah. unit yeah. complexes. Yeah, so it's one was one hundred fifty. One was two hundred. One was uh, two forty. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, huge, huge apartment, apartment complexes. complexes. Yeah. All right, we've had up to a thousand in one location at times, but you know, basically, right now we're sitting on a lot of uh, retail. We're doing. Commercial property. We got tourist property. You ever heard, you ever been to this? Uh, you ever been to my part of Florida? Uh, you ever been to Clearwater? Uh, yeah. All right. We own, we, own, we, own yeah. Big, we own John's Pass Marina, mm. where they got all the shit. You got a Bayside? We got a small version of that with a boardwalk over in Madera Beach. Okay. Down there with boats and tourist boats and all that shit. We got hotels. You know, we got all kinds of real estate. We got the list, go, you know, all kinds of shit. Shopping centers, a Publix, and then maybe 10 other stores. We got the Chinese takeout. We got the hair. We got the nails. <laughs> we got the subway. We got all that shit, you right. know, shopping centers. I like those type of properties. So what, you want maybe like, what, 100, 100 buildings, 100 units? No, we got, I don't know. I totally juggle about. 25 to 30 assets at a time. Okay. You know, right. and, uh, you know, so that's normally our portfolio. We're, we're, just, we're, we're just a small family business worth about managing about a half a billion. Have, okay. Half a billion. Okay. So I got to change I check it. Lately, we just sold off some, but then we got the money to buy new shit. We so, have, you we know, it's the way it works. a fucking machine. What? We have to replace that. Yes, we million. have to replace yeah. it or else we'll get fucked and get paid tax on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got to change it to 500 million, man. Yeah. I had it as 250, well, so it's not. I haven't calculated it yet, so I'll wait for my account. <laughs> so, so I'll talk to my account first. So there's Dave Ramsey, Grant Cardone. And Ben Mallow. Uh, yeah. So who was the first guy? He was a cooking guy. <laughs> what the fuck? You think about Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> <laughs> you guys all on some level get financial real estate advice. So my thing is, Ben, how do you stand out from other people? Because I feel like you're special, bro. Because I'm not I'm not here to sell you a fucking course. I don't want shit from you. Right. If you want to have a personal consultation with me, you know, then you're gonna pay something because I got a fucking Polish guy that runs this shit that books it and he's got to earn a living. Right. You know, we got the YouTube channel because it's fun and I truly do like helping people. Okay. I came from nothing. Everybody can do it. You just got to have a fucking plan and you got to execute it and you can't fucking get uh, distressed or, you know, not, not, you gotta keep trying, yeah. you know? So basically, you know, those guys are in a different world. They do different shit, you know, but one time, it was at the boat show in Miami, mm-hmm. and I got a plane, you know. So my, my plane's like this little Dixie Cup jet, you know. And here it is. They parked it right in between Grant Tonzone's big-ass jet and Drake on the other side. Drake! Drake in Popolaka. <laughs> Drake. Well, my little plane was right in the middle. I felt fine with that, you know. Okay. Okay. I mean, shit. Drake, next to you, that's, that's you do what you can. Not everybody. You're gonna get, you're I don't give a fuck what anybody. Right. I don't give a fuck what anybody does. I wish everybody the best of luck, you know. Uh, but um, I just do what I do, and that's it. 
You know, I ain't, I ain't hiding. You know, I mean. So I'm a big fan of your channel, man, because I feel like you're a family you know, man. Yeah, yeah. And, How long have you been watching my channel? A long time. In and out, they don't even have it about me. They don't YouTube about me. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm saying this to say that, like, you have a, a channel that talks about family, investing in real estate. I love, I love the car section because I love cars, right? And you bought uh, 10 months ago a Rolls Royce. I believe it's an EWB. That was a 2019 yeah. Rolls Royce EWB with like 2,000 miles on Phantom. it. Out of all your cars, if you don't mind listening to them, what's your favorite and why? You know, you can't really have a favorite because to me, cars, mm. I have cars because you have to have cars to have a purpose. Mm. It's like in my house, we got three garages on one side. And then we got three garages on the other. The one connected right to the main house is my wife. You know, I get her closer to the house. Well, she's got groceries <laughs> and shit, you know, and kids and all that in and out. So she's got her Ferrari, mm-hmm. right? And then she's got her BMW S7, whatever the fuck they call it, X7. 2022. You know, with a soccer mom bullshit. She's got the Ferrari, which she goes to tennis lessons or out with a girlfriend or some shit. And then um, I got hidden cameras in them, so I ain't worried. Uh, and then she's got... And then, to stop her from wanting, uh, I, I think I got rid of a Porsche that she likes. So anyway, I gave her my Rolls Royce Dawn convertible. So she's got a big convertible, the Ferrari convertible, and uh, the, the kids' car. Nice. All right, and on my, you know, these are practical cars. Mm. You have a different car for a different purpose in your Best. life when you get to that level. Yeah. I got the big Rolls Royce, the big Papa, when I have like big shots to take around, or if I want to look like a big shot that ain't fucking around. When you pull up on a fucking brand new Phantom, they know your ass ain't there to play. All right. I ain't got time to play. I got the money to fucking do the deal. Right. I scare the shit out of it when I pull up to fucking auctions. (laughs) All right. Everybody's crowding around, ready for the auction to start. Oh, fuck. I I hear people saying that. Oh, fuck. Fucking Ben Mallard showed out. Motherfucker. Rich fat motherfucker. His Rolls Royce. Anyway, listen, you know, and then I got my fucking Bentley. I I love my Bentley Mulsanne because the Bentley Mulsanne ain't the regular fucking Bentley. What's that called? Uh, Bentley GT. Not the Bentley's two-door convertible, the Bentega? four-door. Not the SUV, the four-door regular one. Con- Continental. 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 Hey, two points for Bermuda. <laughs> All right. So it's been in a Continental. <laughs> this, this it's, a mother- it's, it's my work car. Yeah. i got to run around. I, I use the Bentley Mosan. It's a nice four-door car. Mm-hmm. I don't sit in the back anyway. I sit in the fucking front. Okay? <laughs> ain't nobody in the back going to whack me. Shit, I ain't, you know, <laughs> I ain't worried about it. So, you know, I got that. And then I got, what else I got? That's all I got. But I you, got some you, fucking water car. You have all the toys. I got motorcycle, you know, trikes and the shit. Trikes, yeah. yeah, but my main car is the big Papa Rolls Royce mm-hmm. and the Bentley work Bentley. car because it's practical. Okay. And those cars are, uh, I never buy new. Okay. Smart. My fucking Rolls Royce, uh, the Bentley, the Bentley had a $400,000 sticker price on it. I kid you not, watch the fucking video while I'm buying it. I paid a buck 50. And it was like two years old with 5,000 miles on it. You know why, Ben? You can negotiate. So, so real quick for the audience, a regular guy working a regular job, how does he negotiate to get win in life? You would say, listen, right now the only thing people should be worried about negotiating is their fucking credit store to be where it needs to be, mm-hmm. and get into fucking buying something. If you're paying rent, that's your first step. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you're fucking paying rent to a guy like me, that's why I'm fat, okay, because you paid me rent. Now, you need to convert yourself from being a renter to an owner. Now, if you really want to be smart, because you're paying rent, you're giving the money out the window. Yeah. How much rent are you paying right now? Right now? Uh, 
on on, on air? Like, yeah, <laughs> not Barbados. <laughs> okay, like five Some bands. Two. You're paying five grand in rent a month, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, six months ago, that five grand a month would have got you uh, with taxes and insurance. Probably. Fuck, it would have got you seven hundred thousand or something mm. in tax insurance. Yeah. So. The five grand a month you spend is out the window. You could have been building up equity in a fucking property. But now, if you're really smart, because if you ain't settling down with a family, you got plenty of time for that shit. You don't fucking buy a house. You buy a duplex. You buy a triplex. You buy a fourplex. And you live in that motherfucker, and then you live for free. Bam. And if you really get a good deal, you'll have income coming in. And everything in real estate, one to four is residential. You know that. You're That's what I have. Cut. Yeah. That's what I have. All right, I'm residential. FHA loan. <laughs> FHA loan. Your first goal in life, if you're just starting out, is number one, have your credit shit together. Go apply for an FHA loan. Use the fucking government. Why? Because they let you. Mm-hmm. All right, three and a half percent down is thirty five hundred dollars every hundred grand. So if you want to go out and buy something for a half a million dollars, you're going to need five times thirty five hundred, which is fifteen times three. Uh, help me out here. Five times uh, five is twenty-five. Yep. You need what? Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. Yep. yep. You can buy a half a million dollar deal. Bam. And if you're smart, you'll buy a fourplex. Yep. Because the income from the fourplex helps you qualify. You're walking into a money making situation. Right. Yep. And if you're paying rent, you're not going to pay rent no more. And if you're saving money, you're making money. Yep. And tax benefits Jeez. too. Well and tax, said. And, and if it tax makes benefits. dollars, it makes, it makes sense. sense. Thank you. He, he knows something about that's what he did first. He he got a triplex, lived in it for free, and you uh, you know, and he was able to you know build up equity in it and then moved out. Very but good. Was able but to now you point. rented it out and you got cash flow. But the first point you said earlier. But why the fuck's he renting now? He's a big shot. Hey, I'm a big <laughs> shot. I got a triplex. I'm in Miami, and uh, fuck that. I don't want a nicer shit. You wait. You know, you want nice shit before you earned it. That's the problem. You're right. You're right. Because that, you know, what it is is like you're right. Because if you didn't have that five thousand dollars a month apartment, you ass wouldn't be getting laid. That's why. Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> if you have those fancy you. cars, your brain is uh, on. You know what? Uh-huh. All right, you're not thinking like a money making machine like I am. Mm-hmm. Right now, how old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. You ain't fuck up fancy cars and your fancy ass apartment. Ain't nobody give a fuck. You're right. All right. You can replace all those girls with a $30 hooker or 50 now. It's inflation. <laughs> you know, who are you kidding? You'd be cheaper off going and buying a fucking hooker than spending all this money on your fucking cars and your, your apartment just to get laid. I mean, stop. You know, you're a fucking girl. You're almost 30. Wait, so I can't want it for myself? Listen, you ain't got, you don't deserve it. You didn't earn it yet. You got a million dollars in the fucking bank and a million dollars ain't shit. You're right. You got a million dollars sitting in fucking stocks or bonds or a fucking anything, even Bitcoin. How much Bitcoin you got? Don't uh, tell me you invested in the Barbados Bitcoin. That <laughs> motherfucker's been gone. Bitcoin. Dogecoin. 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 Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Listen, mm. all I can tell you is you got to fucking pay your dues and you got to suffer for a while yeah. and you got to accumulate your wealth. Then you worry. You got to let, then you worry about fucking cars. I don't worry about a fucking car. I don't give a fuck about a car. A car don't mean shit to me. That's when you buy nice shit in life, when you ain't got to worry about it. My fucking mortgage is $30,000 a month. I don't give a fuck. Traggy? That's fucking like non-existent because that's the level I'm on. You want all the nice shit, but you're still fucking paying rent like, uh, you know, come on. You could own a fucking condo. How much that? How much? You live in a condo, don't you? Yeah. Well, right. Apartment, apartment. It's, it's a condominium apartment. You have one owner or is the whole building owned by the same owner? Same owner. The whole building? Yeah. How much would a condo cost the equivalent to what you're living in for rent? Maybe like 500K. 
All right, so you'd be fucking, you'd be cheaper for you to be the owner. Now you waited too long, and the fucking interest rates went up. <laughs> I don't even fucking live in there. Only like five months. Five months, so yeah. twenty five grand. You pissed away. Anyway, it's up to you. Do it up, fuck you. Right? <laughs> right, come back to your fucking fish fry in Barbados, man, on Sunday and have a good time at the big roast. Yeah, is this a roast session or is this a podcast about you? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you really want to learn real estate, yeah. then go to a real YouTube channel. It's called Life of Sale Ben Mala. I'm like, these guys are cool. Listen, you guys are here doing positive shit. Yeah. All right, if you leave all that other bullshit alone and focus on helping people make money, that's what I'm about. Because if you have money, you're fucking happy. Show me some who's fucking got a whole bunch of money money don't make you happy sure makes my wife fucking happy she don't say shit to me as long as she can swipe that fucking amex card she don't leave you leave me the fuck alone you know until i wanted not to leave me alone then she takes care of me you know i mean money let's see everybody says all that bullshit about money ain't gonna make happiness money don't make you happy bullshit yeah try being fucking broke you happy how many broke motherfuckers you know that are happy yeah i've always said uh money doesn't buy happiness but it's a damn good down payment there you go. You got money. So, it solves problems. Yeah. You know, does. all kinds of problems. You get better health care. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, you can have nice shit like him. You know, I, mean, you know, I like, think I think having money gives you like experiences that you, know, that you might not have from in the past. So like having money opens creates the door for opportunities. Because exactly. now you can do more shit. Yeah, yeah. And your kids can go to fucking private school mm-hmm. and you can live in fucking nice neighborhoods. And you get sick. You know, when I was coming up, and my wife, too, when I met my wife, the fucking bullets were ringing out. She'd sleep under the fucking bed every night where she lived. Wow. When I bought her fucking apartment, I bought the building, and she was there. You know, uh, another story. But uh, nobody wanted the whole apartment building, the whole fucking city. Nobody wanted it. It was too fucking dangerous. And it was a nice building. This was in Oakland? It was built nice, yeah. Oakland okay. on Bancroft. Yeah. Right near the Eastmont Mall. It was a nice building, but the neighbor was just too fucking rough, you know? So I came in there and fucking fixed it up and blah, blah, blah. Question for you, Ben. What are your thoughts on, because uh, you mentioned using leverage before, it's using the bank's money. Do you? What's your thoughts on cash deals? Don't do it? Or is there certain you know, situations? Right now, if you got that kind of cash, I'd much rather put down $200,000 on a deal than a fucking million. Yeah. That's yep. the boat that I'm in. Yep. All right, now, if you can put 20% down, yeah, you're going to pay the bank some interest, but I'd much rather keep the rest of that money in a bank because my 800000 is sitting there in tax-free bonds making 4 or 5%. Yep. Mm. Or, you know, if you know or something. Or do another deal. Or buy Apple. Or buy more deals. Some shit. I don't know. You can make your money in other ways. Yeah. I mean, right now, you can almost, if you're, if you're playing it safe, you can – at least put your money somewhere safe. You ain't got to worry. And I can get about four and a half percent tax free tax muni bonds, which are tax free, which makes them work like seven or eight. What's the name of Tax what bonds? Tax free. Like, if the, let's say Miami wants to build a new water plant. Yeah. They want to raise money. They got to create a bond. Mm. So people buy into that and they know the water company is going to pay them. Yeah. And the city's backing it up. And then the state's backing up the city, and the federal government's backing up the fucking state. Yeah. You can't lose. You never lose on a municipal bond. Yeah. Mm. So if you park a municipal bond with a million bucks cash, you can get up to 45. It's going to go higher. Okay. It used to be 50 grand a year tax-free. All right. So you're in bonds. And you can borrow up to 90% of its value for a very small margin rate. Uh, Damn, okay. 90%? Wow, I didn't know that's how that. safe it is. It's the fucking government. It's a municipality. Yeah. You think Miami's gonna go broke? Fuck no. Mm. And even if they did, somebody's gonna come bail them out. 
Wow. All right. So bonds, real estate. Any? Are you in cryptocurrency as well no. or no? I don't. That's that's another generation. Okay. <laughs> my son, my son, my oldest son. Hey, dude, I'm gonna take the office over at John's Pass. We ain't using. I'm gonna put a fucking uh, ten machines in there. They're gonna do a uh, uh, what do you call it? Bitcoin mining. Mining. Yeah. yeah. Now he's a fucking Bitcoin miner. I said, yeah. How much are you gonna make? Uh, I think I'll make about three hundred bucks a month. <laughs> you're fucking helping me find 90 million dollars in real estate and you're telling me about 300 bucks a month anyway we yeah. got into a fight as usual but you know let him do what the fuck he wants he makes me a lot of money all right there you go Fair he, enough. i think he's doing more for the personal satisfaction that he could do it without my help he can make money without daddy are you in the stock market problem is that's why i got those foreclosures because he did shit I needed a place to park my boat. We always looking you know, for the next come up. I mean, no matter what it is, it's what you taught us. So we're just bro, using it back against you, what you taught us, pretty much. So I can't imagine being. This is your dad. Pressure <laughs> you have every single day. How do you operate? Him being your dad, like shit. You see me see her fucking quiet. I don't say shit. He listens. You know? She has yeah. the biggest mouth you ever seen in your life. Well, when we're alone and the shit's going oh back and God. forth, you know. Yeah. I figure I'm helping him by you know giving it back to him because a lot of people don't tell him the so, truth. I tell him the hundred percent. Question truth. for you: How has he inspired you to do better for yourself? You think? Shit. I mean, fresh out of college. I mean, he pretty much told me when I graduated high school, hmm. you're going to do one year in college. I didn't tell you that. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And whether you didn't tell me the way the economy was going anyway, mm. yada, yada. You party too fucking much. You called me every fucking week <laughs> saying, oh, you done partying, you done partying, bring your Listen, ass out not here. Not only did he party at school, he'll come home to visit. Yeah. And he'll go to fucking parties. <laughs> he took the fucking dogs with him to a party and lost them. Who the fuck does that? So he is, it is true. That's only one fucking year, though. The rest of my life I knew was going to be slaving to him and our business and our word. family. I can use that word. <laughs> There's a lot of other words I can use, too, that you can't use. <laughs> I got the credentials. Don't worry. I'm not worried about it. Oh, but, uh, but anyway, his mother's family is from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. so anyway, but fresh out of college, yeah. you know, all my friends are doing the four year thing. Bullshit, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Fresh out of college. It was uh, 2010. I was out of college and, you know, the, the economy or the, the, the market, say, the market wasn't doing so great. So yeah. he was trying to dump his portfolio mm -hmm. already because he saw shit going down, which it was. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he stuck me in Orlando while he was in Tampa. So I pretty much went to Orlando by myself. I gave you myself. an opportunity. I didn't stick you, you in Orlando. You gave me opportunities. You give a lot of people opportunities and some are in jail security. and some are sitting here on the couch. <laughs> so I went to Orlando. I was a leasing agent at uh the fucking worst property you had. I, first of all, I told you, stick me in the worst property you got that's giving you the most problems. He was happy to. He said, you, you think you're big shit? Let's well, you're a it. problem child, so I figured you'd go with the problems. So around. I was over there off of uh, Old Cheney Highway in Orlando. Didn't somebody say it was they were in Orlando a little bit? No, that was somebody else. Oh, yeah, but yeah. anyway, Old Cheney Highway in Orlando on yeah. Cimarron and Old Cheney. Shootings every weekend. Uh, that was like 150 units in the hood. Half of it was Section 8, half of it was drug dealing, half of it was damn. all sorts of shit that I was like, God damn, he been doing this? I had a building is... in Orlando, I had a triple homicide so on Mercy Drive. Yep. And then none of them lived in my building. And then they, they <laughs> want to sue me. You know, because oh, one dope dealer came in and shot three other dope dealers. The lady goes, well, I, I forgive the guy that shot my boys, but I don't forget the landlord. What the fuck? Crazy yeah, shit. So I mean, you hear, you hear all these Orlando rappers talking about Mercy Drive and all that. That's oh, yeah, really no, that weird. Was, he owned the biggest apartment place. complex the on Mercy Drive. They stole the guns out of the police car. The police said, you want us to come here? Fine. Build us a fucking substation at the building. I did. 
I had to build a fucking cell or a whole substation just for the cops to. You built have, a station for the police? I had to. Yeah. They wouldn't fucking come there. Wow. You know, what am I going to do? They had to have a place to hold people and do shit or whatever. And anyway, I got out of that one. Look, yeah. I sold it and made money. And if you don't I do cleaned that, it up, I did the best I could. But, you know, you can't change the entire neighborhood. Yeah. You know, you can change a property, but you can't change the whole neighborhood. That's yeah. why you should always buy, always try to buy the cheapest property in the best neighborhood because, you know, you can always move up. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. I mean, after that, I pretty I was at that apartment complex. I moved in. I was there for like three months. I said, fuck this. I got to get out of here. You So he moved me, what, 10 minutes away to another 300 unit property you had, Magnolia. In a little bit nicer area, that was probably a C. Now we went from the D to the C. There. So I started with the D. I went to the C. But he had was, to go to work every day at the D. But those motherfuckers in the C, they did not want to pay rent on time. So I had to travel. I mean, literally every month, I went to two to three hundred units begging for rent. Wow! Knocking Damn. on the door, no, begging for rent. Not the a, Section Eight ones. Oh, not the Section Eight. No, but, but the Section Eight market. You know, there was a lot of competition, so we couldn't even fill with Section Eight. That's the problem. You know, that experience, though, is priceless. Oh, yeah. No, when uh, I got, got there, there was over... we have everything: fires. Yeah. We built fucking buildings to the ground. Basically, rebuilt them. Every we see dead bodies in our fucking apartments. Every distressed. So first of all, but not no more. We don't. Do he it, tries really. to stick to a hundred units plus. Which with him, I really hardly ever see him under two hundred units. That's mm. just his his quota is a hundred. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he's usually at two hundred. So, you know, just the numbers work. He'll more explain, money, more money, more money. He'll explain all that soon. But, um, I mean, it's... So, basically, uh, he put you in, in scenarios where you have to grow as a, as a man. Yeah, he'll put you there, he'll leave state. your ass there, yeah. and then you better not fuck up. If you fuck up, he, he'll figure it and, out, and he'll cut your ass off, or he'll put you in somewhere easier, you know. And, uh, There's no way they're going to fuck up. I taught him. Collect the fucking rent. Maintain the property. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in running those shit ass properties either. I'll spend money on a property. Right. And okay. every every property he he bought every property he bought was a rehab. Was yeah, a rehab. It was very distressed. This, it was distressed whether the rent was too low. Not uh, everything had about sixty vacancies. Can you imagine rent Damn. sixty vacancies? Oh, shit. And then wow. him calling you on the phone. How many fucking vacancies? I said fifty nine. The next day, how many vacancies? <laughs> fifty. Oh shit! Okay. I think put how fucking bandit signs out in the street. I mean, we go did. around with flyers to restaurants. I don't give a fuck. If you got an empty fucking place, that place could be making money. You get that thing rented. I hate a vacant space. That's yeah. just money out the window. You're going to get it back. Sure. Right. True. And then you still got to pay the mortgage as well. And uh, what's your name and how old are you? Uh, my name is Vincent Mala. Mm-hmm. I go Vince. Vince Mala. I'm uh, 31. And I've pretty much been, you know, following his footsteps since 19. Well, you know, a little bit before, but. So you're a middle, middle child. Middle child. Yep. And then real quick, name, age, and how did your dad inspire you? Yep. So I'm Aaron Mala, the youngest. Um, almost 16. Not even 16 yet. Mm. And, you know, he just, he's, I I basically, honestly, he's the role model. Like, mm. he's what. He's the I one that kind of came in when we were, had money. So we're able to groom him a little better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He beat you up know? in school like Vincent. I'm not going to lie. I he beat up. up in school like Lil Ben. Yes. He goes to the good, better school, gonna, better yeah. neighborhood. But I teach I his ass. Money, but- he knows shit. He looks for deals. He cleans my emails. He helps me play stocks. I got his I ass mean, making me money. There's no good. doubt about it. There's only one thing I'm going to do is real estate. There's no point in me going into any other. Like everybody says, oh, you know, do what you feel, what you want. That's, that's the only way you're going to protect true. your inheritance. Like he's built up so much. Fucking crush you like a bug. I learned <laughs> from your way around this family, everybody. But there's no like. It's a family business. They built up so much. This is rehab hotel. There's no reason not to continue it. Right. You know what I mean? Just keep going up. But Aaron has honestly taken us to a whole nother level. We didn't even realize yeah. he's at the fucking best country clubs. You know, mingling with the mayor and this 
true, though. I mean, this shit, I never I go out. Baby I will go out. You know what it is? Networking. It, it is. is. Very yeah. important, guys. Listen, <laughs> tell you, you want to make money? Get around other people who make yep. your money. Thank you. That's how you really make money. I mean, literally, I, all the billionaires. For losers, you're going to be a fucking loser. I mean, okay, so real quick, let's go chats and then. Yeah, I'll read the chats real quick. Yeah. Um, and then we also got a special guest in the back as well, guys. We're going to introduce you guys to. Good. I'm hungry. I got to go to dinner. <laughs> 20 bucks from last thoughts goes, let's have a five minute roast battle at the end of the show. Myron versus Ben. Nothing is off limits. <laughs> oh, uh, it's it's all good. Uh, you don't do uh, live calls, do you? Uh, sometimes we do on Fridays. Um, okay. Where else are we at? Uh, Chris. Remember, we're going to... Uh, yeah, but it's above. Wait, what was Fridays before, again? Though. Big Pimpin' Friday or something? Uh, no, the, yeah. that's uh, Big Pimp. No, those are... <laughs> th- that's the call-in show. My bad. Uh, we- you're thinking of Womanizer Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. I uh, he that whacked one. that old lady. Okay, someone said that you pushed her down the stairs. <laughs> Never been proven, uh, not true. Great content. Keep with the great fellas. Fellas, thank you so much. No. Mass Pingo goes, uh, Ben, what's a, uh, whose idea was it to bring you on FNFC on the 10th, Vince? Uh, good to see you. Get Got rid of the beard. I actually DM'd him. I said, hey, we need you on the show. I reached out to them, guys. So uh, you guys asked for him. So I was like, yo, let's make it happen. And when you guys ask for guests, I make it happen. And I happened to be here. I bro, actually came here. Did I bring my boat here just for them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you rode the boat out yeah. here. Wait. Got, you know, hold I on. Spent money coming hold here. Hold on. Can we come on the boat? What? Hell yeah. Bring yeah. on boat. We're at Bayside. Right you need to come Bayside. out. Tonight? Bayside what? is lit. Let's do it. What? I'll bring... <laughs> Bayside. No, this ain't no Miami charter ass boat. I want to get no. inspired, man. You Hell get yeah. fired, not inspired. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Aaron will take you out what? in his fucking uh, dinghy yeah. on a jet tender. <laughs> just came before. We'll okay. see how many views I get to my channel. Then I'll invite you. Oh, <laughs> watch and see what happens. All right, here we go. Here we go, baby. We got you ever heard of Hulk Hogan? <laughs> who else do you need to manage your porn? Uh, we got an hour and a half. Of course, the Hulk H. Hulk Man, King Kong Bundy, Adrian Adonis, Nino Bravo, the Heart Foundation, Bray Hart, Jimmy the Hart. list goes on and on, but I've got to tell you, I should have bought a ticket for this podcast today. I've had so much fun sitting and listening to this. I'm down here with Ben Mala and his three sons, and you know what we're doing? We're looking for property because he's kind of teaching me on how to 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 look at things a different way than I've always looked at them, you know, and try to buy something that's going to make me money for my retirement if I ever retire one day. We've had a great time. This has been a great retired. podcast. But uh, this has been awesome. But you just got to check out benmala.com slash live. Right. He never puts in slash live. But let me just say this. Get your tickets. They're running out. I'm not, I can only on have the, so many people the, in the room. On the 10th and the 11th yeah. at the beautiful Sheridan Hotel in Fort Lauderdale, run by this man over here, Vincent Mala. Okay. The rooms are unbelievable. It's going to be such a great time over there to listen to see this guy live and in living color and in person. It's going to be phenomenal. Listen, we're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. We, you know, and all we care about is everybody just making money. Right. If you want to make money in life, you want to know about real estate, that's where you need to be with other people that are trying to do the same damn thing. All right. And people have done it. Don't waste your time talking to people as they've done this shit. If they ain't done this shit, don't try to give me fucking advice. Mm. You know, go to somebody that's done it. So that's where you need to be. Yeah, real estate is really not about schooling. It's more about um, slash live experience. It's really about experience. Yeah, no Vincent just ripped out two hundred fifty-eight bathrooms in a place, ripped the tongues out, stripped the bathrooms to the bone, and rebuilt them. They're all brand new and ready to go. Ready for you. I'm not going to lie. That was the first time I had to do that. That shit was. Well, you thought hotel rehabs before? He's rehabbed hotels. Real quick, intro to the new. He was in the WWE and every other damn place you can be in. Oh, and no. People in the audience are already going like, holy shit. So I got to ask you because I, I, I know they're going to ask. What was it like working with Hulk Hogan and all the, all the legends, man? 
you know what? I was so blessed. I started in Memphis, Tennessee with Jerry the King Lawler, Andy Coppin back in the day when there were territories. And then, of course, I had the magic phone call that took me to New York City, the first WrestleMania. By the way, at 8 o'clock tonight or 9 on A&E, we've got a special on uh, on WrestleMania. So mm. I'm a part of that tonight. So if you get a chance, once you quit listening here, jump over there and watch E! Entertainment yeah, for yeah. this beautiful special. But, uh, you know, I've been so blessed by being able to do this. And Ben had a property down in... Um, Tampa, Florida, called Hogan's Beach. Mm. And that was one of the major properties that he sold back then for big, big bucks. It was off the hook, so I hung up. <laughs> right. And so I was kind of down there autographing, you know, doing autographs, meeting and greeting the people every day since Hulk couldn't be there every day. And uh, it just turned out to be a dream come true for I got to meet this guy right here mm. and his whole family. And uh, it's just been it's been unbelievable all these years, you know, being able to do three things, being still in professional wrestling. Yeah. And I do a little bit of the music. I was part before you guys were born back in the 1964, 65 at Federal High School in Memphis. I had a million seller record called Keep On Dancing. You can look it up on YouTube, mm. the Gentry's G-E-N-T-R-Y-S. And we toured with the Beach Boys and Sonny and Cher and all the groups. We were on wow. Blue Shindig, where the action is. American Bandstand twice. I got a chance to the, the record company I was with in Memphis up there. I got a chance to meet Elvis Presley twice and nice. wow. and Jerry Lewis and all those guys. But like I said, my life has been blessed and meeting this man right over you know here. You Jimmy did last night while these guys were out in a marina uh, Bayside <laughs> drinking and getting all messed up except Aaron. He was just well, watching. I him. was there. <laughs> and me and Jimmy watched four episodes of the Mike Tyson special on Hulu. Mm. Oh, wow. That was pretty good. And I got to meet Mike a couple of he times. Mike right. and so he's been great. Matter of hey, fact, just about, two, about three and a half weeks ago, I was in California with Snoop Dogg. We were promoting uh, on the next uh, April, the first and second WrestleMania tickets uh, just went on sale a couple of months ago, you know. You should be and, on a commercially doing on a beach with the beer. <laughs> I wish I was. Next to him but there. my life's been great. And I'm doing what I love doing and being a friend of this man right here. And he's teaching me on how to we can look at property, maybe buy property and everything. So I really want to kind of do some of the things that he talked about today. Yeah. But you guys show is great. We watched it. Me and Vincent and, and Aaron watched some of y'all's shows last night, you know, that y'all had previously done. We didn't know I don't want to get my ass set up coming here. And get some shit. So that was our job. When we watched it, I said. We give him an A plus, man. So, Thank you guys. But we love that. you guys. Thanks for Listen, having him positive. on. Right. You guys focus on helping people make money, helping people get rid of all that bullshit debt they got on buying stupid shirts today. Big deal. You walk around with a fancy shirt. Listen, make that money before you worry about spending that money. Get rid of all that fucking retail credit and car payments. Fuck a nice car. It, what, what good is driving a nice car if your ass is broke? I used to know people. They have a brand new fucking car. I say, hey, how come you don't take your fucking car out? I ain't got no gas money. Well, you're a stupid motherfucker if you went out and bought a brand new car and you ain't got no goddamn gas money. You're a fucking idiot. Anyway, it's life. It was in the army. It was a big problem. Mm. Guys would always overspend, and they give them credit, and they have fucking nice shit, and they couldn't afford it. You know, that's a good point. Um, no, I mean, I, and this is awesome for me too because you know I grew up watching wrestling as a kid, and uh, you know, watching the greats. Obviously, you know, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. You know, then moving on into The Rock and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, so no, it's great to have you. Um, when, sorry, when, go ahead, when you mentioned Shawn Michaels, uh, and Ben showed this to me on YouTube. On Spotify, excuse me, on Spotify, he showed me something a couple of months ago where the song that me and my partner wrote for Shawn Michaels, Sexy Boy. You wrote that? Yeah, well, yeah, me and my partner wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 it has 10,200,000 hits on that. And we did, wow. the, we did the American Dream Dusty Rhodes' song. We did the Heart Foundation. We did the... Uh, 
road warriors, just to mention a few, Jimmy the million dollar man, money, work. money, money. So we, like work. I said, we've just been so blessed by doing this. I and, did not know that. Oh, right. But by being part, doing stuff with his family, and uh, he's kind of taking me on his wing and trying to teach me on how to do this crazy business of real estate. But uh, I'm so grateful. You know I what I see here? You guys are famous. You get us in restaurants without waiting. <laughs> you, you know what I see here? I see a real life friend. <laughs> Honestly, the friendship between you two, I can see it right here. No, he's awesome. been great he for was, me. I'm he just was telling there for you. me when I needed him. Right. I had a big ass hotel and a big ass bar restaurant in Tampa, and he was there every fucking day, ready to make that place the best he could and entertain people and greeted people. And uh, he helped me out tremendously. He made the place feel real. Mm. But so he yeah. liked the free room we gave. Yeah, him right. Too, Thank right? you. <laughs> What's so cool about Ben? We yeah. were throwing three and four thousand people on the weekend. So oh, yeah. we had Skrillex there. We had oh, so big, many of the we had John. Was there. Little John, Little John, yeah, was there. John. took Little John, yeah, yeah. Out, you know, hung out with him. Yeah, took him out with strip club, and Little John's never been back since. I don't know what happened on that, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, we've just been blessed doing all that. And so, uh, like I said before, I'm trying to learn the business a little bit too. Yeah. As I'm kind of winding you can't down. Can't teach an old dog do tricks, Jimmy. <laughs> well, just sit back trying, and watch. Speaking of old, we told me his age. I was oh, like, I didn't tell you his age. Don't tell you that. I get in <laughs> Let me tell you look my it age. Up. Anybody wants to know, just fucking look it up. I He's don't want to hear but, about but, it. But don't look at Wikipedia because they've got me an age. They've got me a one year older than what I am. <laughs> He's I'm really 78 years old. 80. 78 <laughs> years old. But Wikipedia has me 79. Can Holy you believe shit. that? But, uh, you know, I've had a great life with the music, meeting all the people, you know, Dick Clark. He's with lived Dick a Clark, very clean life around know, a lot of so, dirty people. So it's people. been great. My friend, know? you look great. Well, God bless you. Thank Can you. Can I go to dinner now? I'm yes. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, cool. So I'm only going to I'm going to read only the, the $100 ones here that came Ooh, in. Uh, we don't get Oh, we get yeah, we, we get a couple. Yeah. Aaron's in charge of super yeah, chess. Uh, Brother Ben, if you lost it all tomorrow and you uh, all you had was 100K cash, what would be your first three moves? Salute to you, Brother Ben. That's actually a pretty good question right there. I would, I, I, mean, I would definitely try to leverage that 100 cash as much as I could. Mm. I'd probably try to find a way to leverage it into a half a million dollar deal okay. that was going to make me some money. Make the most out of your money. That's what you do. That's why you need the bank. The bank is the most important relationship in your life. Not your girl, not your wife, not your woman. First comes the bank. Well said. That's the most important relationship you got to have. Mm. Because if the bank loves you, they'll take care of you. And you take care of them by paying your fucking interest bill every month. It's a simple relationship. And there's no fucking personal feelings involved. It's just them take care of you and being there to back you up on your deals. And you pay them the damn rate you agreed to. That relationship starts a relationship with anybody. Once you got that relationship, you can have a relationship with anybody you want. Bam. Well said. All right. And then the last one here, Aaron, you'll make more money buying the cryptocurrency instead of mining it, you would be almost up to a ten thousand percent on hex. When I recommend you look into it over two years ago. Okay. Thank you so much. And then uh, he said before, uh, Ben, you just missed the Richard Hart crypto billionaire founder of Hex. I still want you guys to stream together. He's not in crypto, guys. He told y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was doing a crypto. You know, somewhere you bury somebody. Put him in the crypt. That's what I used to hear. <laughs> no, so, way way. so um, you've said it a million times, but can you tell the people where they can find you? Go on YouTube. Ben Mala, we got a program called Life of Sale. And if you're really smart, you're going to go to benmala.com slash live. Yep. And you're going to get a room or you're going to get a ticket and you're going to hang out with me and my boys all night, Friday night and, no, I'm sorry, Sunday, Saturday night and Sunday, Sunday. night, September 10th and 11th, Sheridan Suite, Cypress Creek, Fort Lauderdale. You better be there. 
Yep. And don't then make every- me come looking for you. And then everybody go follow, you know, his social media, Instagram at Real Ben Mala, yep. Twitter, Real Ben Mala. Go follow my Instagram at Aaron underscore Mala Life. Vincent is going to soon have an Instagram. So watch out for that. Instagram. Instagram. I, love having Instagram I, I put the, I put their um their social medias below in the description as well. And then Jimmy, where can they find you? Uh, typically on Tuesday night, no. he's down at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Hart, the number four at yahoo.com. Very simple. <laughs> no Instagram, no nothing. No Instagram, baby. I, no Instagram for me. You know what? I realized a long you time work ago. You cell phone. I, listen, I, re- I don't even have a cell phone. still got a fucking flip kidding. phone. Show me a flip phone. No, I wish I had a flip phone back then. But keep that no, but uh, like I said before, if you really want to learn real estate, check yeah. this man out right here because he is the real deal. We're only here to help. Real We're deal. not here to rip you off or try to cut in anything. I don't take money from anybody. I don't I don't invest in waste money. I'll tell you how to invest it. I'll give you my advice. I'll try to help you. I'm not taking your money. I ain't got some bullshit cost to sell you. I'm just telling you what I did and what I do mm. and what I could think you should do. So you go to binmail.com slash shop and get a private consult with me. How many other people do you know that have transferred hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate that you can pick up the phone for a few bucks and call? Who do you know? No one does that. Yeah. They're too busy. Yeah, but when I help people, it's not the money. The money pays for the goddamn Polish guy, you know, <laughs> on the channel. I don't do it for the money. I don't need the money. I yeah. don't. But it does give me a lot of satisfaction helping people. And when people say, hey, you did this for me. You helped me with this. Young people trying to get on the right track. That's the best thing I could ask for, okay? That, that's a personal satisfaction that I get, okay? Yeah. So I'm happy to do it. All right. And Wayne, awesome. thank you so much for the 20 Wayne, uh, gift thank you for man. Appreciate that. So, guys. Guys, he's old. His, his hearing hurts, man. Uh, but no, I'll say this, guys. Yo, the, check them out, guys. All the links are below, man. This is a great show. Yeah. Uh, they got to go eat, though, because uh, Ben's hungry. Yeah. So, I uh, want some cutty goat, man. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, okay. Okay. We'll catch you guys. Like the goddamn video. Love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys.